Are you a little confused about SEO, what it is and what it has to do with your website? Well, today we're going to talk to a local expert about SEO and cut through some of the noise so you can figure out how to be found on Google. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill from W Promontier Photography. I'm Justin from Justin Kerr Design. I'm Alicia with the Spark Social. And together we make up the Marketing, marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. So, Today, what are we going to talk about, guys? We're going to talk about SEO. And no, that's not a breakfast cereal. It's, it's not old, no. Mac- old McDonald E-I-E-I-O? No. No. S-E-S-E-O? S-E-S-E-O? No. no. Uh, it actually stands for Search Engine Optimization. And <laughs> the acronym has been around for a long, long time. But I think a lot of people assume they know what SEO is. Yeah. And so today on the podcast, we're going to cut through a lot of the noise. We're going to get right down to what is SEO. But more importantly, we're going to talk about what does it have to do with your website? Sure. All right. I would so, imagine it's an important part of your website. Uh, absolutely. Because if you can build a website, yep. it's very easy to do. But just building a website and putting it out there on the internet, if nobody can find you, you've just wasted your time. Sure. So, And not just be found, but found locally. So we're fortunate enough today to have with us an expert on SEO. Um, Bill Smith is the founder of Boston SEO and a nationally recognized expert on helping local, national, and international companies improve their organic search rankings. Bill created his first business website way back in 2001 and since then has helped many different businesses with their internet marketing and search rankings on Google, YouTube, Amazon, eBay, Bing, Yahoo, and many others. So thanks for joining us today, Bill. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We got two Bills in the booth today. Yep. Yeah, and I'm not to be confused with Will Smith because people call me Will Smith. But then they're very disappointed when they see me. Bill Smith. It's because you can't rap, right? See, you see, not the I can rap. I'll, I'll rap a little bit if you want. Rap about SEO. I have an SEO rap. Oh, oh, that's awesome. We might need to have that on the yeah. podcast. Maybe the next time. He's the fresh prince of SEO. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I love it. All right. So, Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the SEO business. So I got started on SEO, probably like a lot of other people. I, I had another business that was unrelated to marketing at all. I had a mobile fleet service company. And in 2001, someone said, oh, you should build a website for it. So I built the website and just had it up there. I built it myself. I didn't know anything about it. I built it on um, Microsoft Front Page was the name of a oh, wow. editor. <laughs> editor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2001. That's like 100 years ago. Yeah. In the digital yeah, world, yeah, right? Digital yeah. world it is. And man, uh, it was a terrible website. You can still <laughs> see it. Like you can go to archive.org and probably see it. Did it have like a, a flashing type or anything on it like that? Um, I don't think so. I don't, huh? I don't think it did. It, it, um, but I bet it, it had just, a web counter, a page counter at the it, bottom. Oh, it did. It, it actually <laughs> did, yeah. Probably had hundreds of banner ads too, right? Uh, um, maybe eventually. <laughs> It might have got hacked at some point. But uh, yeah, so, you know, 2003, I'm like, geez, I have this website sitting around. No one ever comes to it. So I just started doing some research on how to get people to my website. You know, started learning about SEO. It was a lot different back in 2003. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, 
you know, started working on that. And I enjoyed that doing that more than actually doing what I was doing. So throughout the years, I still had that mobile fleet service company, but I was doing digital marketing on the side. Back then I was doing mostly what they call affiliate marketing. So making money online, promoting Mm -hmm. other people's products. Then in right around 2010 or so, I started building websites for local businesses, but not actually for a local business, but I built a local website, say for a dentist Mm -hmm. and get it all ranked, put it up there in Google and then rent it out to a dentist. So I'd put their, I'd put their, I'm talking with my hands if anyone's. (laughs) It's all right. Don't worry about Uh, it. Don't worry about it. I'm part Italian, so. (laughs) I do it too. So, Uh, so, uh, yeah. So then I, I was building websites, like a local business website, like a dentist and attorneys and stuff like that. And then I'd get them ranked and just rent them out to them. Then it just turned into, well, you know, they didn't want to rent them anymore. So they said, can you do this for our business? So that's how I started working with clients in uh, 2012, 2013. I really started doing that Very full cool. time. So, yeah, that's how I kind of got into it. Wow. I love it. It's like a puzzle, you know, it's fun for me. So, And you've probably seen it change so, so much oh, from yeah. 2001 to like, do you even remember in 2001, what were the top ways to get traffic to your website? Pretty much just spamming, like. Burying keywords in your website, you know, it was just like all black hat stuff, really. But no, one, it wasn't at the time because mm-hmm. and that's what I tell people. They're like, oh, you do white hat, black hat. It's like right today what I'm doing, it's white hat. Tomorrow, if Google decides that it's against their terms of service, it's black hat. So. Yeah, uh, I think we should probably break that out for a second. So white, oh, yeah. white hat is stuff. Oh, yeah, Google, sorry. Google, no, it's okay. We just want to make sure we dumb it down for, yeah. I say dumb it down, but just. Dumb it uh, down for us, basically. For us, yes. Our basically. audience is really smart. We're, <laughs> yeah. the, we're that, the morons. That's where I was going, dumbing yeah. it down for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, most people don't realize that black hat is stuff that Google kind of frowns upon. Right. Know? Whereas white hat is stuff that they allow you to do. Right. Correct. And right. they can change their mind at any second. Yes. Right. So Very if you're so. doing something, oh, I'm doing everything according to their terms of service and back then there were really no terms of service there no, wasn't no. much going on so well, there was also other search engines besides google yeah. google yeah. didn't own the planet so. right yeah it was a little different exactly yeah most of those yeah. are gone now are web crawl alta vista yeah, all I use that one all the time. But so you said it's kind of like you enjoy solving puzzles and that relates back to your work. And, you know, you're saying Google changes stuff like how how do you stay up to date and how do you keep solving these puzzles with the SEO side of things for businesses? Well, I mean, there's, there's constant changes in Google, but not all the changes affect every website. I have a lot of websites myself personally, so I can use those for like my testing and things like that. And then, yeah, just staying up to date with, I, I like, like people ask like, Oh, what, what do you use to stay up to date? Like, do you read search engine journal or I can't even think of it, search engine land, but th- those websites, if they don't have news to report about, they kind of, you know, it's, what are they going to do? That's what right. they do. So right. there's Pop always some of sort of news. Yeah. A lot of fluff. And um, <laughs> so I just, there's really, for a website SEO, it really hasn't changed a lot. Like the, there's like three or four basic things you need on a website and then the rest like on your website. And then the rest of it's more like linking strategy and where you're going to get links from and stuff like that. And yeah, just, just, it's more just staying natural. It's not, it, it, I mean, there's a puzzle. So there's a lot of research. It's not, so every, every website's a little different, even if it's the same, you know, if it's an attorney, even if it was two attorneys in Providence, mm-hmm. same same industry and everything, 
their websites are different because they have different links going to them. So the links are like a vote for your website. So another website that links to your website. So if you follow that little link that you click and it takes takes you to another place, another website, that's a backlink. So all the backlink profiles are different. So then looking at Google kind of tells you, you know, it's like playing 10, 10 card poker, like, but they're showing you their cards because you can see the top 10 results in Google mm-hmm. and then just analyzing those websites and seeing what Google likes. You know, that's, that's pretty much what I do is there's a lot of analysis to it. So are there specific tools that you use to figure out which one of those top keywords are top um, um, trending things? Google. I mean, the, the Google Google's, I, I mean, I use paid tools, but doing a Google search is, is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. There's like different search operators you can use in Google and stuff like that. But I mean, if I was looking for a personal injury attorney in Providence, mm-hmm. I can see those 10 results on Google. Gotcha. And then I can look at, I have um, like different search, search operators. Is that what they call? Them? Yeah. Search. So like if you're looking at a certain site, so I find uh, Bob's personal injury attorney or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I would put like the site operator. So mm-hmm. it's site and then colon and then that attorney. And I can see all the pages on the site. But mm-hmm. I can also say I want to see um, everything that doesn't have that domain in it. And that's how I can kind of see his links. So oh, okay, I can, gotcha. I can see all the websites that mention his website and, and just the links that. to it. Wow. I didn't know that it was even possible. Yeah. And a lot of these tools, like I use, there's a tool called SEMrush. I mm-hmm. use that a lot. That's a paid tool, but that's kind of all they work off of really is those site, those, those search operators. So, we, so we've had, in the last few minutes, we've had a lot of terms flying around. I know. I know. Sorry. But that's okay. Basically your job is to not just optimize the website itself. You said there were three things that you basically do to optimize the website internally yeah but then you're looking at outside of that everything that's connected to that website and where it lives and and what's around it right right yep so that's important in knowing like okay who's connected to this site how are they connected to it you know is it positioned so that if someone's doing a search for you know bob's personal injury law firm they'll be able to find that uh, and the key there is local, right? So if I'm looking for a service and I'm searching on Google, Google knows I'm located in Providence, Rhode Island. Yep. So it's not going to show me results from California. It's going to show me results exactly. based on where I am. So getting your site optimized, it's important to make sure that you can be found locally. It's not about being ranked nationally. It's Well, if you're a national it company. It depends. Though. Yeah, it depends. But for a local business, yeah, you want to yeah. tell, I mean, those are the things you want to tell Google on your website. Right. So you want to have your address, you know, you always important that, you know, make sure your business name, your address and phone number on the website um, because that tells Google that you're a local business. Right. And, um, and most of our listeners are yeah. small yeah. local businesses. If so, we have any national businesses out there listening to the podcast, thank you for listening. Yeah. Right. And how, and how do you feel like, like being a sponsor? I mean, the, <laughs> the listeners need to understand that there's a difference. I think there's a difference between local SEO and national SEO. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And will you work on both types of campaigns or? I do mostly local now, yeah. but I, I used to do that. I, I just get burnt out with <laughs> doing e-commerce. I'll do it for myself, but I don't really take e-commerce clients on anymore. Okay. It's um, it's more fun working with local businesses. Gotcha. Just working with a big company and. Mm-hmm. And that's typically like our yeah. our listener is yeah. local and 
You right. Know. You get better stories, better feedback from a local business. Sure. You know? So the, the three things that you would do for inside a website to get it optimized, what are those three things? Are they a secret? <laughs> so, uh, so there's, there's 200 ranking factors, on-page ranking factors that Google recognizes for, you know, your website. Okay. But there's really only like a few that really move the needle the most. All right. First of all, before you even touch the website, doing your research, like what are you trying to be optimized for? Because I see it all the time where, oh, I, I you know, I had this company do my on-page optimization, but what are they optimizing for? I mean, you can check off all the boxes, right? Have like correct page title lengths and description and but if it's not if it's not if you don't know what you're doing it for then it's not going to help you right. you know, so gonna, you mean in the terms of like the way people search not just what you think you should be optimized for or yeah i would look at what people search for so mm-hmm. um and it could be it could be both right it could be that it's the same thing but okay uh, yeah I, I mean you know to People, more people search for, you know, personal injury attorney or are they doing looking for like car accident lawyer or so that those are the type of things. And, and usually the homepage of your website is like the main theme of your website. Mm-hmm. Some attorneys cover a lot of practice areas, you know, so that might be where they're just kind of generally doing things. And then they have a page for each different practice area. But right. yeah, having knowing what you're trying to optimize for first. Right. So it, same for a lot of the marketing advice we give. Know your audience. Yeah. Exactly. Start exactly. With your audience. All right. Yeah. So that's that's one. Well that yeah, that's the first step before you even get to the three because you have to know what you're gonna do. Okay. Um and then it's pretty simple page title. Page title is like really big. Um, so and when you say page title, what like someone's so, building their own website where what Yeah that, that would be the metadata. So it, it, it's it, it's a so when you do a Google search mm-hmm. and you're in that in that results page, the the big blue link okay. is the page title. All right. So that's a good clue right there because if you do personal injury attorney and you look at all those results and you look at the commonalities in those, like what do those top ten have? Mm-hmm. You know, like is it you know do they have provenance in there? Do they know you know so. That, that's something to look at is is those results too and, and seeing what, what their page titles are because those page titles are probably good, especially if they're all pretty similar. Mm-hmm. So you'd want to do that. Then the description still plays a part. That's the metadata too. So in the metadata section, wherever it is, depending on what type of website you're using. Mm-hmm. If it's WordPress, a lot of people use like Yoast SEO. You can fill that out there. Um, so... Having, you know, your keyword in your description or like uh, we call it LSI keyword. Like, so it's almost like a synonym okay, or something that kind of means the same. Uh, so attorney, you could use lawyer or um, like car crash could be auto accident, something like that. Right. So okay. it kind of varying it a little bit in the description, too. The other thing that's a big factor is the structure of URLs. So if it's a homepage, there's not much, whatever your business name is, whatever your website right. name is. And URL is that, that's what shows up in the window on your browser. Yeah, your address. Typing yeah. in the address, right? Yeah. So, and there's two different things. So there's, your domain is part of your URL, right? So your mm-hmm. domain is whatever, bobspersonalinjury.com. Right. But then those other pages, like, so if he, if he is a multi, practices different types of law, 
So you would want your next, your personal injury page. You want that part of the URL where it says Bob's personal injury.com slash. I mean, Bob's lawyers.com. We can't right. um, slash personal injury. So that tells, and Google's really, I think, in ways it's sophisticated, in ways it's not, you know. So it, it looks at that and says, oh, there's personal injury. The title of the page is personal injury. The description has personal injury. The content, I mean, just write good content. You don't mm-hmm. try to like stuff keywords in there like 2001. Yeah, you don't <laughs> say back then it was a yeah. big thing. Yeah, yeah just stuff keywords yeah, all over. You're the place. basically you're writing your content for a bot instead yeah. of writing it for a human. And now when we you make recommendations, we like write for a human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's harder. Yeah, well, plus Google's catching on to it too. They, yeah, they and know it, when you're faking it. Yeah, and and then the the um, actual content is a factor, but it's not like it's not. Those other ones are actually bigger factors than the actual right. yeah. content is. So we're talking about the the URL, the address, and you have all of your sub pages. So your your homepage is you know Bob's Personal Injury dot com. What I see a lot is people just use the generic you know about us. And, you know, history, those are super, super generic. Yeah. Yeah. So for those, you would, I would imagine you'd recommend something a little bit more specific, a little bit more personal. Like about, even if it was like about our law firm, at least you're getting something in there. Right. Right. Instead of about us, which has got to be, you know, a a trillion of those out there. Yeah, exactly. And and same with the homepage. Like you don't really need home there. You know, that doesn't really do anything for you. Right. It should say something about your business. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's multi-practice, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, Bob's law and, you know, he can mention all of those, you know, a lot of the things he does, his main things. Right. Now, is there a limit or as to how long of a... Uh, yeah, there is. Um, what is the... I, I, I can't... The character lady has changed, but yeah. I don't I don't really... What I tell people is put your most important stuff at the front. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's really the big thing. Do you... Most, think that long tail keyword like using like a like a so for instance like how to or something like that would that help in the url or should it just be very basic in the url kind of asking well, well um <laughs> so with, with, with that type of stuff i would save it for like content strategy gotcha and answering questions is huge okay you know um for local business with content i would more write about your area you know, like, mm-hmm. because it, it gives you more relevance because if you're not doing anything, like if it's how to, um, I don't know how to, how to get your carpets clean in your carpet cleaning company and you're writing that. And then someone from California calls, it's really not going to help you. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you're writing about your area, it, it actually gives you more relevance that way. And you can still put stuff in there, you know, and, but yeah, answering, answering questions in Google is huge. It's, it's like, it just just do a, do a question search and it will give you like all these recommendations too. Hmm. So those are good. Like when it says like yeah how to how to clean a carpet, like and then underneath it it might have people also ask how to do it without chemicals. How to you know sure. that type of stuff is if you're writing a piece of content about how to clean a carpet, then answer those answer questions those questions in your and then, content. Yeah, you get you get a big boost for that. Oh, that's a that's a great tip. And it actually gives you a chance to get in. There's another thing called, um, what we call it position zero. So like when you answer a question, Google doesn't want you to leave Google. So they'll put like a, you've probably seen it where they'll put like just the answer right there in Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how you, that's kind of how you do that type of stuff. Yeah. I just had a screen up for our last podcast and it just had the definition 
some statistics of what I was searching for right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So very, very interesting. How much do you educate or train your clients? Because you, obviously you're providing a service, you're showing them and, and helping them optimize their website. But for, you know, after you get everything set up, how much time do you spend saying, okay, look, going forward, here's the things you need to know and pay attention to. It really depends on how much they want to be involved. Some people just, they don't, they don't want to, you know, they, they just, it, it just really, do it, Bill. I don't want to know. Anything yeah, it really do does it. depend. <laughs> I mean, that's the honest answer. Um, I love, I, I love talking about this stuff so I could talk to them until they, you know, give up. But um, right. Yeah. I, I, I give these tips out, like, especially with content, I tell people just, you know, if you're not afraid to like pull out your phone and just do a video and talk about whatever you talk about, then have it transcribed. You can, you know, there's your content for your web, your blog. You can put the video there, put the video on YouTube. It'll give you a lot of credit, but um, yeah, I mean, it really depends. It really depends, you know, how involved they want to be. And it sounds like Google rewards those who put in the work. So you say like how involved they want to be. If they're not going to be involved, then I'm assuming you take the work and get most of it. Right, right. I'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But local business is is a little different. It's 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 a little less of doing content. Content for local business a lot of times is just if it's like a company doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless you're writing, like, there's, there's good things to do. Like like I said, write about your areas you're in or write about something that's happening in your city. But um, just to write content, sometimes it's just like they're doing it just to do it. Like, mm-hmm. look like they're doing something. I just tell people that's not, I, I don't do things just to look busy. Gotcha. I want to, yeah. like, get you traffic, you know. That, that's Yeah, I think you'd want to be purposeful about it. I mean, we were talking earlier before about trying to game Google in the early days. It's like. You're wasting your time. You know, it's like, yeah, just do what's best for your business. And if you optimize your site correctly, you'll be rewarded. You'll be found. You'll be found locally. Right. Unfortunately, there's too many people out there nowadays that still think it's a good thing to try to game Google. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Bill, you and I were having a conversation um, sort of getting ready for the podcast today. And I said, I run into a lot of SEO people that their pitch is, I can make you number one on Google. I can do this for you. I can do that. And I find it's really difficult to find someone like yourself who just is honest about, look, I'm going to do the best I can to get your site optimized and found, but there's no magic bullet. There's no one answer for everybody. Exactly. No, there isn't. So what would you say, you know, as sort of a warning to people who, who are constantly getting marketed to by SEO? Oh yeah. I I get it myself. So what are some of the red flags that I can make you number one? Because do I, I I mean, I'm always going for number one, right? Like if I have a client, I'm, you know, (laughs) I want, of course I'm going for that, but I can't guarantee that. Because I can't guarantee that I, I don't know what Google's going to do. Well, if you've got yeah. four four clients that are all attorneys, all personal injury attorneys, how can you guarantee any of them going to be number one? Because they're all competing against each other. Yeah, well, I don't do. Yeah, that's another thing I don't do is, and, and it's nothing legal or anything. But for me, I like I have a personal injury attorney client in Boston. Mm-hmm. I, I won't take another personal injury client in Boston. Ah, uh, okay. Because. How, and then I'm just competing with myself. Big so, conflict, yeah. Okay. For me, I, just a because there's there's law marketing firms out there, that, and I can pick them out. Like even just in a Google search, because all their descriptions are written the same. It's all the same format. 
and I can say, oh, this company did the SEO on all of these. So how do they decide if there's, you know, in a small city like Brockton, I had a, I had a client and they, you know, this company had five, five <clears throat> attorneys, personal injury that they were doing SEO for. And so how do they decide who's, who's going to be number one? Right. And like mm-hmm. you said, they're running the same content for all this, all the different clients. Yeah, the content, right? the, pa- yeah. the page titles, because they're not putting thought into it. You know, they just, they just. Oh, here's a here's a format we're going to use for everything because it's yeah. more efficient for them. But so, and that's, that's not even though. using duplicate content. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, but um, that's not even neutral. As in, well, this stinks; it's not getting me ahead. But if you're duplicating content from one website to another, it's actually going to be negative, right? Like Google's going to hit you for that. Well, I, I'm not saying they use duplicate <laughs> content like the, this company. I've seen it. Uh, oh yeah, there, there is, but there's. <laughs> Duplicate content isn't like as crazy as people make it out to be uh, because another way to say it is like curated content. So if, so if I find an interesting article, mm-hmm. if I'm giving credit to the, like, I'm, I'm not playing it off as mine. And I, and I would recommend if you're going to do that, write a little bit of a paragraph about, Oh, here's an article I found. And this is what they talked about in right. case they don't want to read the whole thing, but then you can give, you have to give credit to the, Sure. The original content. Right. So I saw a situation where a company was buying newsletter content for, it was like industry specific, but, uh, you know, like his competitors were buying the same newsletter and, and they can use it on their website. So it was the exact same right, yeah. blog page throughout yep. the same area, same exact word, word for word. So it's, it's a weird thing when it comes to that type of stuff. Like for ranking, Google's only going to rank one, you know, usually it only ranks one of those. If it's the same content. But it doesn't go by who had it first. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mysterious it, Google. It goes yeah. by the authority of the website. So if, if this website put it up second and they have higher authority, they're going to get, you know, <laughs> usually going to get credit. It's not always 100%, but that's. Before we get close to where we need to wrap up, but I wanted to ask you about uh, when I read your bio, you know, it said that you were helping people optimize their content, not just for Google, but for some of the other platforms as well. So it's like for YouTube and uh, I think eBay was mentioned in there. Amazon. I'm sorry, Amazon. Yeah. So how are you helping them in in regards to those other channels? Well, it depends. I mean, so the Amazon, um, they have a different algorithm, the A8 algorithm. So it's, it's based off of different things, you know, just figuring out that puzzle. Okay. Um, Amazon algorithms based a lot on reviews. Um, Okay. So that's why, you know, you've probably heard in the news, like, there's a lot of fake reviews out there on oh, yeah. stuff. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that's because people, that's that's what ranks Amazon products. Um, what other one were you saying? Oh, YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. YouTube's, YouTube's um, similar to Google in, in a lot of ways, but same type, like with, with YouTube, page title, answering mm-hmm. questions on YouTube, like having your title. I Actually, right before this, one of my clients. Now, you don't, you don't mean like responding to comments, but... No, but I would do that. I would definitely do oh, that. Oh, okay. That helps um, too. But titling a video of a question. So doing some research on what kind of content, you know, you should be putting out. What are people asking? Like on, on, doing just a Google search and, um, you know, how to change a flat tire or whatever. Like someone will go there. Right. So if you're answering that question. And, and YouTube's algorithms changed over the past couple of years where you can have a brand new video and you can get a lot of traffic on it because... Now they put new the latest videos. So if someone search for something, like you have an opportunity to show up in that latest videos. Oh, really? 
But one thing before we wrap up, I, because there's one really important thing I want to tell people is if you have your website, even if you don't do any optimization to it, mm-hmm. you have to, it, it doesn't cost you anything. Put Google Analytics on there uh, in Google Search Console because for someone like me, if, if they're having problems with their website and they come in, that's like a really good diagnostic tool. Because this client I just had a meeting with, she had a company to work for her and she lost 90% of her traffic to a website. Oh, wow. And I could figure it out pretty easy because I could see the pages that got the most traffic and then mm. change the URLs to something ridiculous. So I just changed them back and it's back. You know, it doesn't always happen that quick, but within a week. But if she, if she hadn't had Google Analytics connected to her I site. I would have been very confused. Yeah, it would have taken me a lot longer to figure it out. All sure. right. No, that's an excellent so hot tip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> analytics. First thing, when you build your website, connect it to Google Analytics. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. That's really good stuff, Bill. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Yeah. So if someone wants to find you through Google search. <laughs> you just how, how type Boston SEO. BostonSEO.com. Oh, okay. you can just Google Boston SEO. Because you're, you're ranked number I'm one. I'm the number one guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there Bill, you have it. Bill Smith SEO, not Will Smith SEO. You no. can probably yeah. find That's a whole different thing, Will Smith, yeah. right? Yeah. See my rap, my rap. Um. <laughs> See, do you have a rap video up there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, again, thanks for, show, for Thank showing you. up and uh, talking about SEO with yeah. us. Thanks really a lot. Good. Thanks for having really me. Appreciate it. it. Thank, Thank you. you. So uh, that wraps it up for us for another episode. And until next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook in our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.